Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. All right, welcome to today's episode, guys. Uh, you have been, I've received so many great, uh, so much great feedback on this move to Portugal that my family and I just did, and so many questions. So thank you so much for sending them my way. And I was like, the best way to answer a lot of those questions that I've received is to get an expert on the podcast. So that's what I did because I love you guys. And so today I have Elise Saunders with me on the podcast. Elise is amazing because she is living what a lot of people are dreaming of living in terms of the lifestyle while while running a business. Uh, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, Elise. Thank you so much for being on. Huge welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Elise Saunders, digital nomad, travel blogger, and multi-business owner. I love that. And Elise, I know that you are currently in Greece. You yes. mentioned while we were chatting that you, you're going to show me a picture. So I'm going to wait for that image of what's <laughs> on the other side of your computer right now, because yes, I, I'm sure it's epic. You're currently in Greece, but your whole you know, transition from being in the U.S. and where you are right now happened pretty recently in the past couple of years. I was very curious to know, like, what led you to that decision and how did you just decide to do it? Um, so I had been a business owner running a virtual bookkeeping company. And of course, this was after I left my six-figure corporate salary years before, right? Um and just was like, there has to be something more, you know, is it really just going to be these four walls? I'm just going to go to work, even if it's at home, right? Go to work, sit at the same place on the couch every single day, go to sleep, get up, do it again. Like, is this really it? And running a virtual business, I was like, this is prime to be able to do anything, to live anywhere, to go anywhere and do anything. And I just had like this restlessness, this desire to really like live, like live fully, like full tilt on fire with my life, which I just had never felt like I had really done. Everything just felt so caged and boxed and, you know, repetitive every single day of my entire life. And I was like, there has to be something more. I just really desired something more from my life. I love it. I love it. And it's funny, especially for people who have a business that is virtual or remote. The reason why most people do it is they want the freedom and the flexibility. But then Absolutely. it's almost like they don't do much with it afterwards. They still feel like they have to stay, you know, where they are and they're confined to it. And then when you decided to up and leave with your husband, so what was, you know, the whole process? I, I know that it was during the whole pandemic and all of that. Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So during the pandemic, it was just a great time to go inside myself and really soul search, really mm -hmm. connect with what was my heart's desire. You know, I had this idea of wanting more, but I didn't really know exactly what that looked like. And so we just went into this play space of limitless possibilities. 
right? Where would we go? What would we be doing if money was no object, right? We didn't worry about the logistics of it. We just dreamed, we just manifested, we just played in our imagination together. Oh, today we would go to Greece, we'd walk on the beach, we'd have amazing food. Oh, we'd go here, we'd go there, right? And so we did this and it really just helped me connect with my heart's desire. It's like, oh my gosh, travel. I've, we've always traveled as a couple, but travel on a bigger scale, really came to the forefront. And I was like, okay, so travel, got it. What does that look like? And so it really just was the, the next step of continuing to connect with myself, listen to my heart's desire, that inner voice to say, what does that look like? And just staying open to the universe, it just kind of evolved. And next thing I know, I've, I've come up with the idea. I sit my husband down. I'm like, what do you think about you're going to retire early? Um, we're going to sell everything. We're going to let go of the lease of our apartment. We're going to put everything that's left that we own in our vehicle. And we are going to travel the United States and maybe internationally after that. So that, that was how it went. Oh my God. I love it. If my husband were, were listening to this right now, he'd be like, did y'all, did you guys decide it together? Because that's literally how it went down for me. <laughs> In December of 2020, let me see, December 2021, I my sister-in-law was talking with her like in a lobby, in a hotel lobby, and she mentioned Portugal. And for some reason that night, I could not sleep. Like my whole mind was like running and possibility and oh my God, because I knew that we wanted to, I wanted to leave. I was, I felt caged in just like you. Sure. And for two weeks, I, I created the whole plan in my mind. Like, and I was telling my brothers, we're moving. My husband just doesn't know yet, but we're going. <laughs> and so I remember like during the Christmas vacation, we were driving in the car and I kept thinking, should I tell him now that we're moving or should I wait? And I was just like, let's just say it. And so I told him, what if, just like you did, what if, you know, sometime this year, we just move up and move to Portugal and we let everything go and we sold everything. We just picked up the kids and the cat and moved to Portugal. And he went silent for a bit. And then he just said, let's do it. I was like, I was floored, right? But that's wow. how it happened. And that's how the whole thing happened. What I love about what you just shared is that vision leads everything. For you, it was vision that led it. And for me, same thing too. And even with our business owners that, you know, that we coach and so on, we always talk about the importance of vision, because if you start with the logistics, you're never going to do anything. Right. Right. Because logistics sucks for the most part. But if it's the vision that's leading, then you figure out a way to make it happen. And one thing that a lot of people have told me with this move to Portugal, they were like, that was such a that was such a courageous decision. And initially, I hear that I could, too. Right? Yeah. And yeah. how do you react when someone says that to you? Um, it still surprises me when they say that it's so courageous because it doesn't feel that way for me. Exactly. But I have to remember, and I, I really do, I try and put myself in their situation, you know, because I was that person attached to so many things, attached to 
what I thought the life that I was supposed to have at X age looked like. I was attached to my belongings. I was attached yes. to my car, attached to my persona to other people, right? I was attached to my home. I was attached to the beliefs that encompassed all of those things that I was physically attached to. And so, you know, if I had been, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I spent my whole adult life amassing this house, cars, you know, status, uh, stuff, you know, like I spent my whole life. What do you mean that in one day, I'm just going to go, I'm going to start over. I'm just going to like, you know, never mind any of that. I'm going to get rid of that. And I'm just going to like go to ground zero and start completely over that version of myself would have been like, what (laughs) we have killed ourselves to like, get this stuff. What do you mean? You're just going to donate it to the salvation army. Like, no, you know, so I have to remember like that version of myself would freak out if they Mm. met me and be like, what, you know? So from that perspective, it is courageous. It does take courage and bravery just simply to look at those limiting beliefs and really embrace those limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. love them, hug them, right? Challenge them, let them go retire on a beach in Greece and let's (laughs) a new belief that is going to empower us and allow us to have the life that we really want that really is freedom right so yeah I I agree I hear that all the time and it's still so surprising when people are like oh my gosh you're so courageous and brave but yeah yeah you have to remember I love the way that you framed it because it made me understand it, I guess, a little bit more because I've never been really attached to stuff. But as you said, I was like, oh, yeah, it is true. Like Mm -hmm. most of the people ask me a lot too. like, I'm guessing you're still unpacking. Was it hard moving all your stuff? And in my (laughs) mind, I'm like, why would I move all my stuff, though? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so I did not. We got here with a couple suitcases each and that's it. And so, but just hearing you saying it that way, I'm like, okay, now I get it. I get where it comes from, but understand guys that you don't have to do it the way that you envision it. It can be so much simpler and it can be so much easier uh, to up and leave and go somewhere else where you can build the life of freedom and the lifestyle that you want. So I absolutely love this. Now let's talk about, because one, I love your blog. I spent some time on your blog, quite some time on your blog, read your ebook. And I love how you make it very easy for people to get the information that they need. So uh, guys, when you're listening to this podcast, check out the show notes, the link to the blog is going to be there. And there are so many guides that you can access that literally show you, oh, in this city, here are the things that you can do. And here's how to get there. And in this city, here's how to do it. But when it comes to the logistics of owning a business and being in you know other countries and traveling and all of that now what do you think people need to pay the most attention to when it comes to that because the fears that I hear I've had people ask me how is the internet you know like do you get good internet in Portugal like uh yeah why not (laughs) right um but what are the things that you've seen like people struggle with the most or that they need to really pay attention to 
my experience is that people have trouble disconnecting as business owners from being attached to their computer, mm. right? And actually enjoying where they are because so many of us, especially if we transi transition from some sort of corporate experience, it's hammered into us that we need to be at our computer all the time working. And, you know, whether you are going to travel or not, just the thing to know as a business owner is that the freedom of being a business owner is deciding how you're going to work, what your work-life balance is going to be, employing people and staff that will be able to help you and support you to have the life that you want to have. So that while I'm in Greece, I can walk out the door whenever I feel like it, right? I am, I have created and set up my business in a way that I don't, unless I have a meeting and I've specifically uh, right. promised someone that I'm going to be there at a certain time, but I am not beholding to anyone to be at my computer, you know, from eight to five or whatever, that does not exist. It's just about connecting with myself. When do I feel inspired? When do I want to sit down and be working? Mm -hmm. And when is it like, oh my gosh, the weather outside today is gorgeous. I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy that. And I'm going to enjoy all the things that my travels, the reason that I'm here doing this has to offer. Love it. Yeah, there's definitely a whole part of this that has to do with lifestyle. And yeah. I know that even for myself coming here, I had to, I didn't even have to, it just happened naturally to think about how I spend my time and how yes. I get to enjoy the outdoors completely yes. differently from when I was in Montreal, for example. So that is definitely a huge byproduct that I've seen happen. And it's weird, but you don't really understand it until you take the leap. So this is my yes. message to you guys. Like there's something that shifts in your mind. The moment you decide to up and leave, you start thinking and behaving completely differently. And that that is that is so true. One thing that I have found when it comes to um, setting up a lot of the other logistics is number one, just being recognizing that not everywhere works like functions, functions like where you live. So if you're in the US, knowing that in a lot of countries, things are not the same and being open to learning and figuring it out is definitely going to be a big one. Uh, but one thing that I like in your blog, again, like make sure that you go and check out the ebook, like when it comes to equipment and cell phones and accommodations and even the money side of things, you share a lot of great, uh, uh, you know, a lot of great tips in there oh, when it comes you. to, yeah, when it comes to money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like, like dealing with money and working with clients, you know, across the globe and so on. Yes. What, what have been some of the things that you see, you know, people struggling with on the financial side of things with making a move like that? Sure. Just allowing that to drive their belief system. You know, whether somebody has $10, $1,000, $10,000, a million dollars or $10 million in the bank, these limiting beliefs start to come up. I remember that as I was starting to set out on the road two and a half years ago, uh, one of my clients who is a multimillionaire 
said to me, I'm so jealous of you. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't have a million dollars in the bank. You have a million dollars in the bank. Like you could do this no problem, right? Like none at all, but you're saying you're jealous of me. That was really eye-opening to me. And I've continued with clients um, working through the travel blog side to continue to encounter that where people, again, no matter how much they have in the bank, there's this belief of lack, which is I don't have enough, right? I'm just going to stay here my in my house. I can afford this. There's nothing. There's no variables, right? Like I yeah. know everything. Everything feels safe here. So I'm just going to stay here and hold on to this feeling of safety, even though it's a mirage, it's not Mm -hmm. real, that feeling of safety. But, you know, people just have these limiting beliefs that there isn't enough, I'll go to a different country, something terrible could happen, right? All of these things really start to come up. And so the, the important part is to really lean into what those limiting beliefs are and working to replace them with empowering beliefs. Abundance, for example, right? Saying mantras on a daily basis that continue to rewire your thought process toward abundance instead of lack safety instead of fear, right? So just rewiring all of your beliefs to something that you choose, not something that you were indoctrinated with or something born out of fear. Absolutely. And it is it is crazy how much, like for us, this Portugal move was also a financial move. Because sure. if I had just, you know, done, I think most people don't take the time. Here's what it is. Most people don't take the time to go and research and start the process to even figure out if what they're fear, what they're fearing is real. And a lot of their fears are actually not based on any truth. For us, making this move to Portugal, it was not crazy expensive. It was not more, you know what I mean? And on a day-to-day basis here, we find ourselves spending way less money than we used to spend in North America, just because there's much less consumerism. You're not bombarded with ads like at all times of the day and things to buy and so on. Like there's just less, right? Mm -hmm. And other things like taxes and so on that for us, it made so much sense to move here. But most people will never get that information because what they're afraid of is that it's going to be crazy expensive. I don't have the resources to do it, but you'd be surprised how not expensive making a move like this can be if you just start the process and start researching and talking to people and actually taking action on what you say is your vision or your dream versus Mm -hmm. just dreaming about it and saying that you can't. Exactly. Even the cost of living in Portugal is less than it is in Greece. Um, You know, I mean, it's, it's well known that there are multiple um, countries in Europe that have such a better cost of living than the United States. Yes, absolutely. And you can end up saving so much money and being able to do so much more with that money and time that you're currently spending, you know, working to accumulate that money and then, you know, going into 
having all of that go into expenses. So absolutely love, love that. Another question I, uh, question I always get is about, you know, accommodation and figuring out where to live and language as well. Uh, how are you doing with like being in Greece? You know, it's crazy because even their alphabet is not like yes. our alphabet. So, you know, looking at street signs or uh, labels on products in the grocery store, et cetera, it, it can be very jarring. Um, I had no idea how many points of context that I took for granted in the United States to be, say, in a grocery store setting, if, if two people are talking, you know, like, I understand what they're saying. I know how to read all mm -hmm. of the signs. I go to the cashier. You know, again, the baggers interacting with the cashier, interacting with me, like all of these pieces, you know, I know what's being said. If I hear something over the intercom, I know what's being said. I know what the social protocols are. I know mm -hmm. the processes of whether I have to buy a bag or whether they give me a bag, you know, at the grocery store and all of these things. But being in a foreign country, I have one point of reference, and that is English. <laughs> and if none of the points of reference are around me are in English, it's it feels like I'm in a silo. There are all of these thousands of things in my environment that I have no idea what they are. You yeah. know, like I can pick up a package of food. I have no idea what that says. I have no idea what the conversation is yeah. that's happening in the store next to me. I have no clue. Um, and so it still is taking some time to get used to, but it, for me, it's all part of the adventure and slowly, yeah. but surely I am learning some Greek. Um, you know, it's not something that I'm like sitting down actively trying to learn the language, uh, you know, like mm -hmm. a, a language teacher or anything like that. I'm just learning it organically as I go through. Um, but I've also discovered that I don't really need all of those other points of interest in most cases, you know, so yeah. it, it's just been so different, but I absolutely love just the experience and the adventure that we're having. That's that's the same here. And it's and, and it's funny because for me, Portuguese, I didn't realize how close it was to French and French is my first language. So at least I have that advantage compared to you that it is the same alphabet. <laughs> so when I read it, I can understand it, but I cannot speak it for the life of me because the Portuguese they will speak maybe one syllable out of 15. The rest, they'll just swallow it. Like it's, it's, it's so different when you read it versus when you speak it. But one thing that has been very helpful, Google Translate, number one, yes. the app is phenomenal. Like I translate everything. And people, you'll be so surprised at how helpful people can be towards foreigners when they understand that you don't speak the language, if you're at least trying. So that fear that a lot of people have around, you know, it's a different culture and I don't know how I'm going to integrate and so on. Like all of that is, again, as you were saying, it's stories that we tell ourselves. Right. Give ourselves an excuse to not make the move. But if there's one thing, guys, that I want you to take from this episode today is if you call it courage, call it courage. If you call it excitement, call it excitement. But take action on what you say is your dream. 
Many of you have said that, oh my God, I'm so jealous. I want to do this too. I can't believe it's in my dream board for like five years from now. I'm like, why five years? Like you could literally do that tomorrow, but go and take action. A lot of the things that you fear are literally stories you made up. They're not real. When you start taking the action, you'll realize that like literally step by step, you can find the support that you need and you can make it happen. For me, what has been super helpful is other people's experiences and them sharing information, like blogs, like you have done, like YouTube, um, people have YouTube channels on the, they had one, you know, they had different ones on Portugal and actually interacting with those people. So if you're dreaming of moving to Europe, for example, or someone else, definitely check out uh, Elisa's travel blog because it is amazing. Elise, what else would you like to share uh, with our audience? You know, what last word and where can they find you? Sure. So, I mean, I think that the biggest thing is just know that anything is possible, right? If you have it on your dream board, if this is something that interests you, just imagine what that life could be. See yourself in it. See the exciting things that you're doing allow the joy and the excitement of the adventure to come into your body like you're there, right? What would I be doing? Where would I be going? What things would I be experiencing? See that, feel it, get excited about it, make a decision, claim it for yourself. Say, this is the life that I want. I'm committing to it. And then just start to work your way backward, right? As far as, okay, now the logistical things that I need to put in place to have that life. When it got hard to walk into my closet and say, okay, these are the things that are going on the road and everything else is going to be donated. That was a little bit hard, but you know what made it easy? remembering that feeling of how awesome life on the road was going to be. I choose that life more than a closet full of clothes, more than a kitchen full of dishes, more than whatever it is that I was struggling with because there were many little struggles right along the way. And so just continue to put steps in place little by little by little until you get there and have that life. But the belief that it is possible for you is the most important step that you can make today. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I was going to answer your other question. I almost forgot. Where can they find me? Yes. Uh, info is a really quick, easy way to get to my website. Perfect. So go there, download the, uh, the ebook that yes. Elise has put together. And I know that you also do consultations for people yes. who have questions about like, where do I get started? So for a lot of you, that might be the first step right? It's just talking to somebody. I know that's what I did. I had no idea where to get started. I just went and did, you know, consultations with two, three different people to get me as much information that I got that I wanted. And then I started taking action. So for a lot of you, that might be your first step. Elise, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation and I'm waiting for that picture. Yes, I will send it. I promise. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. There you have it. 
If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon. 